Hey, what's going on? I'm Tim. I'm one of your hosts of the Bar Owners Podcast. Nikki, my co-host, is not with me today because, man, it is so tough to get two independent business owners to match up calendars. She's busy with her bar up at the Bronx. I'm busy with our bars down here in Austin. And we've just been putting this off for too long, and I keep getting hit up every week or so with people asking, when's the podcast going to happen? I'm sorry. (laughs) We've got businesses to run. And uh, just, yeah, it's tough. So I figured I'd go ahead and uh, give it a shot, try and go solo, and uh, talk about one of the topics that comes up quite a bit in the Bar Owners subreddit, and that is marketing or social media. I'm not an expert. We'll never have anybody on this podcast that claims to be an expert in anything. That's reality TV show crap. You don't need to mess with that. My first rule of thumb with social media, man, don't stress about it. I was chasing all the hot new stuff for the longest time. Originally, uh, it went from Facebook to Instagram, Instagram pictures to Instagram stories to Reels and TikTok, and there was Vine for a while, and Snapchat was happening. And it's like, man, you really lose sight if if you start thinking like your job is social media. It's time to stop, dude, for real. I saw somebody post in the small business subreddit kind of a clickbait title, but it said, I stopped doing social media for one year. Here are my results. And uh, you click on it and it says, nothing. Nothing changed. His business growth was the same as the previous year. And uh, his main thing was he was happy. (laughs) Less stress trying to figure out what people are going to respond to, what they're going to react to. Dude, having a bar is tough enough. It's a popularity contest. You need to be the cool bar, the trendy bar that people want to hang out at. So trying to chase that online to millions of people when really you just need a couple thousand in your neighborhood. Yeah. So that that was a big eye opener for me. Um, So yeah, unless you have a customer that is good at social media and wants to trade out for a gift card or they work within your budget, man, just don't stress about it. Um, one thing we noticed though, is Instagram reels work the best for us, mainly because of the fact that people respond well to video and reels show to everybody, not just people that follow you. So you can use hashtags, uh, you know, for us, it's hashtag Austin, Austin bars, Austin bar scene, Austin foodie, et cetera, et cetera. And so people who are in Austin or visiting Austin, uh, it'll show up in their feed and might go, Hey, I want to check out that bar. Um, stories are second best for us. Uh, but like I said, we don't go chasing content. What we do is we mainly talk about what we're already doing. Um, like for us, for example, we have DJs that play records every weekend. So if you have bands or any kind of pool tournament or specials, just promote that stuff. Let people know what you're already doing as opposed to trying to be the most popular with the latest trending audio. Uh, So we have a whole routine where I have a Google calendar and I put everything that I'm booking on that Google calendar. I share it with a friend of mine who I pay to do our social media for us. And what they do is take that Google calendar, number one, create events on our website calendar. So there's stuff for people go to our website, find us on Google, whatever they can see what's going on. They also create Facebook events on our Facebook page. Then we also schedule out uh, just little flyers 
on Instagram, throw some music on it, and bingo, it's a story or a reel because it's a movie. Um, also, a lot of cities have free directories. Like for us in Austin, we have Do 512. And so all of our DJ nights, um, our new brunch menu, uh, we create an event, market is free, so people looking for stuff to do are going to find us. Maybe check it out. But like I said, we're not chasing down new content. Another thing that helps too is if you're doing stories for specials, like, hey, it's burger night or something like that, tag your bartenders or anybody who's working that night, and then they have the opportunity to go ahead and repost it on their social media if they want to. I would never force an employee to post our social media. That's not their job. That's their personal social media. Um, if they want to and invite people out, awesome. It's better for them. They make more money. But I would never force anybody to use social media. And then always ask them too. Like, hey, do you mind if I tag you in this? I noticed you're not reposting. I can just stop. And just respect that. Give them their personal space. People want a, a division of work and home. I know you do. So do your bartenders. So the hidden gem in all of our social media, not many people think about this. Google business. If you haven't claimed your Google business page, you have to do it. Update your hours, update your specials, put pictures of your menu items up there and everything. You also have the ability to make announcements on your Google business page, create events as well. So the best thing to do is go ahead and post stuff. If you're going to post a picture or an event on Facebook or Instagram, post that same content on your Google business page. What Google has found is people click on search results that have pictures those are the ones they click on the most. Your competitors aren't doing this. So when people are looking for bars in Phoenix or cool bars in Houston, and if yours comes up with pictures, they're going to click on yours and click on yours more often than anybody else's. So Google's computers go, oh, whenever somebody asks for a cool bar near me, this is the one everybody clicks on. So this must be the right answer. Bingo. You're automatically showing up higher in the search results. So create content for Google to use for you, and it automatically happens. Very important. You'll be surprised. You're not going to have a lot of people going, oh, I saw on Google that so-and-so was DJing tonight. No, people are just going to find out about you because you're putting content on Google. So very important. Another thing, too, it's like, yeah, go ahead and put out what you're already doing. If you can come up with some lifestyle posts, like, you know, videos of the bartenders pouring something or customers shooting pool or a cute dog on the patio, you know, go for it. People don't always want to see a product or what's on sale. You know, they want to see people having fun. They want to feel like they're going to be a part of something too. So if your bartenders are good at social media, tell them, hey, tag the bar. I'll repost it for you. Or if you have customers who want to create content for you, trade them out for a gift card. Tell them, just text it to you and post it yourself. Um, if you see customers taking pictures or having fun, and it's not awkward to say, hey, will you tag us in that? We'd love to share it because they want more followers too. So take advantage of it. Um, another thing, and love them or hate them, Yelp. Gotta do Yelp, man. I know there's a lot of rumors out there about them, you know, paying to get rid of reviews and stuff. I've talked to many, many people that use Yelp and don't use Yelp. That's never come up. Um, one business in particular that I had in the past, we had some really good reviews, uh, but then they disappeared. 
talked to somebody on the phone who was a rep because we had multiple accounts. And they said, yeah, that's just how the computer works because I can have a business here in Austin. It's a brick and mortar. And so obviously my customer base is in Austin. If my mom out in Michigan goes, oh, I love Tim's bar. Uh, it's the best bar ever. Their computer's going to know. She's never been to Austin. She hasn't done any other reviews in Austin. Uh, she only reviews stuff in Michigan. This isn't really a relevant review. So it gets dropped. And that makes sense. That way you're not, you know, stuff in the ballot box, as they say. And so sometimes that happens with bad reviews, too, when people have never reviewed before or, you know, they don't even live in your city and didn't review anything else. So it, it works both ways. But my recommendation is, especially if you're opening a new location, get on Yelp, sign up for the biggest plan, do the $500,000 a month, whatever you can afford, get the biggest plan. Do that for two or three months, and then you'll be getting reviews, you'll get uh, more people will get suggested to review you. Uh, Yelp is also tied into uh, iPhone search, so you're going to show up there as well. So after a couple of months, when you've got all of your reviews and you're established, just drop your account plan down to like to the 200, 250 a month. That way you're still on there. But yeah, dump some money on there, get relevant, and then drop it down. The number one reason I use Yelp was I got called out at the bar and nightclub convention one year in Las Vegas. Guy was asking everybody like, oh, who uses Yelp? Who doesn't use Yelp? He picked me. He's like, why don't you use Yelp? It's like, I, I just don't see any need to use Yelp. I've got Instagram and Facebook. It's like, well, where are you from? said, Austin, Texas. He's like, oh, Austin, yeah. You've got uh, that amazing basketball team that's won all the tournaments. It's like, no, we don't, we don't have a basketball team. Oh, you've got that NFL team. No, you guys have all those theme parks and water parks in Austin. And I'm like, no, we don't. What are you talking about? We don't have any of those. He goes, well, why do people go to Austin? I go, to party, I guess. He goes, exactly. They go to Austin to eat and drink. What do you sell? Like <laughs> food and booze and party time. Because exactly. If you're not on Yelp and your competitor is, you're dumb. That just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. There are people looking for what you sell. You need to be on Yelp. I'm like, God damn it. All right. I'm on Yelp. And I've been on Yelp since. Of course, you know, you do the big plan and then drop it down. And then you're going to get a million emails and phone calls. Oh, you're going to lose this and you're losing this much business. Just like any other salesperson, just ignore them and just do what works for you. So enough about Yelp. Um, another thing that's probably good to touch on, uh, influencers. Love them or hate them. They can work. At least some of them do. Some are just kids trying to be popular in a fake world. It can be tough to navigate that world. So if you're not comfortable, sit this one out. Look at the Instagram of popular bars and restaurants that you want their customer base. Check their location tags and pictures that they've been tagged in to see if you can find any influencers that have been there. Look at their profiles. Do they have a lot of followers? Does that translate to a lot of likes and comments on their pics? If not, they're not worth your time. If their followers respond to their pictures, you know they have a legit base. Also, make sure they're local and that their pictures are mostly of local businesses. Nobody cares if someone four states away sees how awesome your bar is. Anyway, hit up an influencer you think looks good and offer to host them one happy hour. Have them bring out a friend, comp a few food and drinks. They'll usually post pics, Instagram stories, and you'll see your number of followers go up. It increases your brand awareness, like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that place. Um, and it's usually at the expense of like an $80 tab. 
And I'd be happy to spend 80 bucks to get my bar in front of like 10,000 or 30,000 people who are looking for a cool place to hang out. Um, but again, do, you know, don't go out of your way. It's just, if it's a benefit, great. Uh, if not, don't mess with it. Your job, you're the party captain. You need people to have a good time. You need people to feel safe. You need to invite them back. And all that responsibility lies on who is bartending. Social media, like I said, helps get them in the door, but it's not the be all end all. So don't stress. Anyway, super short episode. I hope this is something that helps. Um, I'd love to get y'all's feedback as far as what else you would like to hear. I do have a few emails from people that want to be on the podcast, people that have bars all over the country. I got one guy that owns a nightclub and I think it's in New York City. I can't remember. I want to talk to that dude because that is a completely different animal that I'm not familiar with. I've been doing neighborhood bars for 12 years, so I know how to cultivate long-term customers and become a part of their lives. But man, a nightclub where it's like turn and burn and try and get the tourists in and the high rollers, like what does that night look like as a manager? I, I, I couldn't fathom. So yeah, anyway, hit us up at thebarowners.com. There's a contact page on there. Um, smash that subscribe button, man, because it'd be really cool if this podcast took off and we could really help a lot of people across the country. Um, it just sounds like fun. And uh, that's why I got in this business. I don't know about you guys. And also when you're bored, you know, download Reddit on your phone or bookmark it on your computer and go to the subreddit Bar Owners. Uh, get in there on the conversation. If you're really good at what you do, man, there's a lot of people that need your help and have questions. And then also, you know, if you have questions too, there's a lot of people on there that are happy to help out. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope this didn't turn out too stupid. And uh, hit me up and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Later. <laughs>